0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Batflipped. Woo! Episode 20. Yeah. Yeah. I'm claiming this one as episode 20, even though episode 19 was lost to time. So if you uh haven't seen on the Facebook page I posted what happened, same kind of thing about the technology issues. You know, when we when we pause the recording to take a quick break or whatever, it just sometimes doesn't work out and the audio turns out terrible. So Aaron, what uh, what'd you get up to this weekend? not much relaxed we
1: played some golf for your birthday
0: yeah it was fun yeah
1: but nothing
0: played some sierra Age, and uh, yep. what'd you shoot you shot a, you you almost 89. broke 89 you broke 90 yeah yeah i was not so fortunate i played awful on the front nine but played much better on the back nine yes once i decided to change drivers i hit was a lot better so golf game notwithstanding it was a lot of fun first time i've ever uh, broke 90 and you had a you had a birdie too, you had a shot at an eagle. Yep. You were you won a par five and two. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, you that had was like pretty nuts. You had like a seven footer for eagle and you totally missed it. Oh, it, it was yeah. I, I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe next time you'll have a shot and make it. Yeah. So I apologize, my phone just vibrated and you can probably hear it in the it's podcast. Fun. But uh, I also got this uh handy dandy handy mic stand here that yes. the same one that Aaron has. And Pretty, stepping up in the world it's pretty great now i don't have to like crouch down and you know speak into my microphone that's at like you know nipple level basically get a get a chance to to actually be able to sit upright and somewhat normal when i'm talking so which is cool also on my list of birthday presents was a mike yastrzemski autographed baseball which got here today
1: oh. I haven't seen it
0: yet uh in person but uh, i saw pictures and it's pretty great it's uh Pretty fantastic. It's, I, I can't wait to see it. I'll post a picture of it when I get home. Um, it is Sunday night. Whoa, sorry about that. It is Sunday night, uh, October 4th, the night before the American League champion or Division Series start. Hell yes. And for the record, Aaron was right. Six for eight in the wildcard round. He got all the National League ones correct, and the only ones that we missed were both of the American League ones we picked the same. We picked all the American League ones the same. Um yeah. I missed on the Braves series, the Braves and Reds, and I also missed on the Marlins and Cubs. Cubs. That's right. So, but uh Aaron, let's kind of dive into this real quick. We'll kind of break down what happened with the National League uh division yeah. or Wild Card series. Uh our favorite series was was probably this Padres and Cardinals series. It went three games. And all the games were highly entertaining, especially game two. Yeah, that was nuts. I thought the Cardinals had the series basically won. If if the game was only seven (laughs) innings long, the Cardinals would have easily taken it. But uh, Will Myers. got out of hand. Will Myers and Fernando Tatis Jr. both just went off. It was like they realized the season was about to end. Yeah. (laughs) And they were like, oh, we we can't lose. So we're going to remember how to hit. Tatis and uh, and Will Myers were the first teammates since 1932 with Babe Ruth and uh, Lou Gehrig. Yeah. to have multiple home run game in the postseason. It was a pretty awesome game to watch. The Padres had five home runs from the seventh inning on, which was a major league record in a postseason game. And that whole game was just these guys are stacked. Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, that was that was probably mo- one of the most fun games uh, of the whole time. The other one that I was really locked in on was was the 13 inning thriller between the Braves and the Reds. The Trevor Power game. Yeah. And Freddie Freeman and MVP <laughs> is just <laughs> zero doubt. He he comes up and we can break this down a little bit more too, a little bit later, but he comes up with uh, bases loaded and. And nobody out, basically. The the Reds put a five-man infield, and he just hits a line drive up the middle into yep. the outfield and game over.
1: <laughs> that was it. So that game was... I feel like that was the one batter you didn't want to do that against.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is everyone's like, those are the kind of games that Rob Manfred doesn't want. Like, why? would you? We've talked about this, you and me, before. Would you rather in. watch a scoreless game that's got this much writing on it, or would you rather watch a game that's 14 to 10? That has nothing. You know? I mean... I it was so much fun to watch these pitchers go at it. And like a lot a lot of people were saying, Oh, what a boring game. There's no scoring. Like baseball is one of those games where if there's no scoring, it's still highly entertaining because it's you don't usually have a game like that. Yeah. So, you know, like it, it's different because like with football, if it's a scoreless game, it's like, eh, it's kind of it is kind of boring with a football game. Right. But because all you're doing is, you know, putting the ball back and forth. But with baseball, it's totally different. Because it makes every pitch, especially when you get that late into the game, it makes every pitch mean that much more. Yeah.
1: Oh, one yeah. mistake and the game is over. One, one missed position. Yeah. Or like one missed placement on a pitch yep. changes it all.
0: And I have to say, though, that uh, was, it, was it that game? I can't remember. There was one game where... Uh, the rookie, There was a rookie who ran into two outs on the bases. I don't remember if it was that game That or was not. the Brewers.
1: Was it I the think. Brewers game? I think because that was like they were talking about how terrible the base running was. Yeah,
0: there was. I don't remember which game that was. But yeah, there was one of the games where a base runner ran into a rookie base ran, and ran into two outs at third base. Actually, it might have been the Padres. I think it was Cronenworth who did it. Oh. Uh. Because, yeah, I think it was the Padres. But. Yeah, you can't be, especially in the postseason, you can't be running into outs on the bases. Right. I mean, it just can't happen. So, we're just uh, rewatching here the highlights of the Game 3 of the Padres and, and Cardinals. Yep. And the uh, Padres haven't obviously won a postseason series since they went to the World Series in 1998 and when they lost to the Yankees. Aaron, who was the manager in 1998 when the Padres were in the World Series? No. Dang. He was in the He was he was a manager of the Yankees. Yeah. Who was the manager of the Padres? Oh,
1: sorry, Padres. Um Bochi.
0: Bruce Bochi. Yeah. Yes. A uh brown mustache. Like he had a he had a dark mustache back then. Like full on porno mustache. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> so yeah, Padres are going back into the division series. They will take on the Dodgers. And here's one interesting little tidbit about all of these series. If you haven't noticed. All of the teams that are playing against each other are all division rivals. You got the Yankees against the Rays. You've got the Padres against the Dodgers. Houston against Oakland, and you also have the Braves. Or sorry, the Marlins against the Braves. No, yeah, Braves. Braves. Beat the, yeah, yeah. I don't have it right in front of me. I mean, I do. <coughs> I wasn't looking at it. <laughs> so going back to the Padres and the Cardinals at Game Two, in which they uh, came to life in the seventh inning. Yeah. Fernando Tatis hits two home runs. The second one, he goes to right center field, and he hits it. And I I was watching the game, and I couldn't tell if it was going to be fair or foul or not just because the camera didn't cut right away. But, like, Tatis is kind of standing at the plate, and then he just does, like, the bat flip of the postseason so far. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it Everybody goes – Everybody
1: was comparing, comparing it to the Joey bats.
0: Yeah. It goes – the ball probably goes uh, – Middle of the section in right center field. Yeah, and it was just unreal. I mean, I couldn't imagine. Obviously, everybody says that you know they're missing the fans. Like, could you imagine San Diego if that park was packed? Oh my god! When that home run was that hit, place would have went nuts. It would have lit. The ballpark might have literally exploded. It's very possible because that home run was was like the turning point in the game. Yeah. That second, like the first one was. Yeah, he tied the game with the first one. And then Myers goes back to back to give him the lead. Dude, it was nuts. But yeah, that that home run basically put him up by like two or three at the time. I don't remember, but Tatis just goes off again. And then all of the haters are like, oh, here comes the fastball. Earhole him next time. It's like, no, dude, it's the postseason. Like, this is the exact situation that you want to have a bat flip. Right. Like, huge situation. When the games mean the most, that was obviously, a, like I said before, a huge turning point in that game and in that series. Because yeah. obviously if they don't win that that game, the series is over. Right. The Cardinals are moving on. Yeah. So, and that was
1: like the home run that they thought would end the game. It put them up three.
0: Yeah. And then they kind of came back a little bit. Then Myers hits another one later. Yeah. And it was just the Cardinals just couldn't keep them down. You know, a team like the Padres is going to wake up eventually. Oh, yeah. And I know it was a short series; I went three games, but I know it's a, a short, you know, short three game series. Uh, yeah. But you know they they didn't play real well in game one; uh, they got shut down there. But yeah, but game two, they just had enough pitching, and that lasted. And then game three was wasn't even close. Well, it was close. It was four nothing, but it never felt like the Cardinals were even in that game. No, it, it might as well have been you know fourteen to nothing.
1: I mean, I'm definitely very interested because I feel like the Padres are awake now.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, this this Padres and Dodgers series. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about our favorite series, and that's maybe mine. Yeah. Although, nobody got to hear my rant about this the last time, and I'm going to kind of go into this mini rant again. Okay. Because Major League Baseball is disrespecting the Oakland A's again in this round. You want to know why? Because it's the Astros? Every single game is a 12 o'clock Pacific start uh, yeah <laughs> every single one. Can we not have the West Coast games be at noon and the East Coast games be at seven? Like it's got to be the other way around. You've got to have the East Coast games start at like four or five Pacific their time, or Pacific their time four or five Eastern.
1: Yeah,
0: and you know because then that's like two o'clock our time here on the West Coast, no, and then you have I'm the yeah. And then you have the West Coast games start at five or six local here. And I know that's eight eight Eastern. That's prime time when the Yankees and Rays, every game that they're playing is. Yeah. And like the Oakland A's are the two seed. And they're getting treated like they're the eight seed. Yeah. You know, there's there's plenty of teams like the Padres. I mean, obviously, they're playing the Dodgers, which is the one. But the Padres, who are the four, had more prime time games than the Oakland. Even in their wild card series, had more prime time games than Oakland did. Yeah. And if if I'm an Oakland fan, which I'm kind of on the bandwagon at this point for the postseason, if I'm an Oakland fan, like I'm really upset about it. And the Oakland A's subreddit page has been blowing up with that very same sentiment. Like, none of them like it. And it's, it's awful. And it's like, well, it's because it's the Yankees and the Dodgers and the ESPN just wants to see them yada, 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 yada. And I get it. If you're not I guess if you're not like a – if you're just a casual baseball fan, those are the two names that you know. You know the Yankees. You know the Dodgers. So right. those are the two teams you're more likely to pay attention to. Right. So, but you got to, like, you got to give Oakland some credit. They're the freaking two seed, and they had a shot at the one for a while. Yeah. I bet you if Oakland was the one seed, they would still be having these stupid noon games.
1: Yeah, there's a reason that they, they schedule them like that. I don't I don't know why, but and I don't agree with it, but –
0: Yeah, I just, I hate it. I hate it. So uh, good news news is, though, they're going to be playing in a, oh, no, they'll be playing outside. They'll be playing in in San Diego. So here's the funny thing is uh, Houston is going to be playing in L.A. Yeah. Against Oakland. And uh, Oakland, being the higher seed, gets the Dodger clubhouse. And it kind of has a double, it's like, it's funny for two reasons. Number one is because Houston is playing in L.A. Yeah. But number two is uh, Houston has to use the visiting clubhouse. And the funny thing is like the Dodgers probably a don't want Houston playing there and or B would probably have a cow. If Houston was using their clubhouse. Oh yeah. And, and the conspiracy theory is going back to the game time thing is the conspiracy theory is ESPN slash MLB doesn't want the Astros playing in prime time because of all the taintedness, <laughs> but all the negative press. Yeah. They don't, they don't want the, this, the conspiracy theories. They don't want the Astros playing a prime time game.
1: By the way, how about Correa coming out and saying that they deserve respect now?
0: Yeah, they I saw that and I was like, whatever, dude. Like, I know that those guys are good baseball players, but the thing is, and I know this is kind of a diss for Twins fans, but the thing is, you're playing a team that is 0 16 since 2004. I mean, obviously, none of those guys were on that 2004 team. But, and a lot of these guys haven't been on in a lot of these teams that have lost recently, but still, you're playing a team that can't get over the hump in the postseason. Right. And yeah, you swept them, but they didn't really pitch great. And I mean, I don't know. I, I still don't, I, I don't. Houston's a pile of shit. It's fine. Yeah. I still don't think you should be talking after, uh, winning a 3 no. series. No, no, not at all. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, It'll be real funny when they get smacked down by Oakland, <laughs> who dominated them in the regular season. Yeah. So, uh, what else did we have here? Let's let's talk about this: uh, the Reds and Braves. So, as we mentioned before, Freddie Freeman hit a walk-off single in the thirteenth inning of Game One, and it was uh, the longest scoreless game in postseason history, and just it was such a well-pitched game there was definitely some uh ability to score on both sides before yeah that happened
1: i was still mad they pulled bauer when they did yeah the, the, he so he was dealing
0: but here's here's the funny thing is like the they got shut out in both games a total of 22 innings which was a postseason record no team had ever gone and i know it was right. a two game series but no team had ever been held her shut out in a postseason series completely. Right. And obviously most seasons, all the series before this were at least, you know, three wins. So, but obviously no team had ever been shut out through three games. So this counts as a series. So shut out through two games as a record. Right. And like I said, it was 22 innings because one went 13 and the other one went nine. And, uh, yeah, oof, it was a bad luck for the, I mean, we were both all over the reds. I love that team. And, uh, now my focus on the Reds is, where does Trevor Bauer go? Because I am extremely yeah. interested. He definitely pleaded a case to make a decent amount of money.
1: Yeah. And get picked up by literally anybody.
0: I, I'm in a hold for him. I think he still wins the Cy Young.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's either him or Darvish, I think. I, I would say DeGrom over Darvish. Yeah. I think DeGrom had a better season. But... Obviously, because the the postseason doesn't factor into the voting, because the voting was done before the postseason. Correct. So, yeah, I just think that uh, I don't know. I think Trevor Bauer is going to win the the Cy Young. Did you see when he got yanked in that first game that he kind of did the tomahawk chop as he was walking off the mound? No, he kind of he kind of just did it like uh, like ha ha like <laughs> like as he was walking off the mound, and he could tell he was frustrated. So I think yeah. he was going to do it no matter what when he was pulled. Yeah, but. uh yeah, uh, Trevor Bauer is going to be a free agent. And uh, I did read the story as to why he said he's only ever going to sign one-year deals. I guess he had an agreement or a bet with a friend that said if he ever signed signed a multi-year deal, his friend would get to kick him as hard as he could in the nuts or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I right. I did read that. I thought it was kind of funny. But I, I heard, I don't know if we made this point, but I heard somebody else make this point. By basically saying he's only ever going to sign one-year deals. He ensures that he will pretty much always pitch for a winning team as long as he's right. good. Right. As long as he's good, he's always going to pitch for a team that's got a shot to win.
1: Yeah, because they're everybody's always one pitcher away, yeah. it seems
0: like. So he's not going to go to a team that's looking to sign him for four or five years and be like, hey, this is what we could be in three years. Yeah. Why don't you stick around? No, this is what we got now. Yeah. Well, well what have you done for me lately? What you do last season? You make right. the postseason? I'll consider it. Oh, you were... You were <laughs> You were, you're the Red Sox. You were what, 17 hey, and hey, 33? Hey. Easy. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to play with you guys. Although he would make so. a very good addition to the Red Sox, I think if he went to Boston, him and yeah. Sale would make a very good one too. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Whatever. So the Marlins also swept the Cubs, and I uh, did not expect that. I thought the Cubs would at least make it a three game series. It was uh Hell Yes, the Cubs. Only scored one run in both in the two games, and the Cubs fell on their face. That was the one series that I did not really watch. Um, I watched a lot. of I watched of the, it just because I wanted to make sure <laughs> that the Marlins got it. Yeah, I did. I did watch uh, game one of the the Rays series, the Rays and uh, Blue Jays. I really was hoping the Blue Jays would pull it out at least one game again, but they just they didn't stand a chance. The Rays just destroyed them all in both games. So good luck next year the for Ray, Toronto. The Rays are red hot, right? Yeah, the now. Rays are so good. So uh, the Yankees Indians that game two was pretty awesome as well. You didn't watch it? I did. I did catch it. It was another kind of back and forth game. Um, it was very very entertaining. It ended up with the Yankees winning the series um, in those two games. It was ten to nine, and like the Indians jumped out to a huge lead early. Yeah, it was four nothing after the first inning, and then the Yankees came all the way back and ended up having a six four lead. And then the and then the uh, Indians tied it in this fifth, made it six six. Oh, that's right. And then they went up. Uh, the, well, then the Yankees scored two. Yeah, and then the, uh, so then it was eight six. And then yeah, and then the Yankees or yeah, the Yan- Yankees allowed three runs in between the seventh and the eighth. And then they yeah, so then the Indians had a nine, eight lead. And then the Yankees put up two on a home run in the ninth Lame. And then, and that was it. So, but that was a crazy game. I mean, I think Stanton hit a homer in that game. I'm going to look it up right now. I can't remember, but what a, what a wild game that was. I mean, I was on, I was on the edge of my seat that whole, for that whole game. And, uh, let's see. We've got, yeah, Stanton hit, hit a homer or Shella hit a homer and then Sanchez, Hit another homer. I'm just jealous that you got to watch all of these wild card
1: games because you were off last week. Yeah,
0: it was pretty great. I hate you. Saturday or Saturday, Wednesday, the game started at like 9 a.m.
1: Yeah, and you had it all day.
0: I pretty much watched baseball all day. Like I said, the only game I didn't watch any part of was that Cubs and Marlins game. I watched at least – I watched pretty much the entirety of the Reds game, and then I watched – I pretty much, like once the Reds game was over, I just kind of just started flipping back and forth, and I I watched – I watched a little bit of every game except for the Marlins and, and Cubs game. So, uh, what a, what a, what a fun day that was though. What a fun week of baseball. I was kind of bummed that they're holding off to starting these division series till the week. They could have got some games in on the weekend, but. Oh, <laughs> oh! I even got the sizzle in there. Yeah. He's got to got a refuel. So.
1: Uh, I'm excited though. Yeah, I'm, a- I'm. You know the the divisional series. This will this
0: will be good. Yeah. So I've got we've got our uh, our breakdowns here. Uh, if you want to bet on, if you want to bet money, listen to Aaron's picks. Don't listen to mine <laughs> because again, he was six for eight and I was four for eight. But I'm still a five hundred, so I'll take it. So five hundred. What would have got the Giants into the postseason? So you know, we'll just leave it at that yeah just drop it um speaking of that real quick the facebook page stuff is just it's just awful so that obviously the dodgers swept the brewers in the two games that they played and all of the on the giants fan page on the facebook groups they were like the giants would have taken the dodgers down no. and Stop. as much as i would love to believe that it wouldn't have happened there would have been i don't know if it would have been a sweep but the giants would not have won that series So, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So let's kind of get into this here. So we have the American League Division Series starting tomorrow, Monday at uh, one o'clock. We have, that's right, the stupid Astros and A's starting at one o'clock for some idiot reason. Yep. And it's going to be McCullers against Chris Bassett of the A's. Chris Bassett, very, very good pitcher for the A's. This year, we talked about him a little bit on the episode that we couldn't release. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. He started out the season as like the Oakland A's number four starter. And now he's the ace. So this is going to be, I hope it's a fun series. They remember had the the brawl in week yep. two of the season with Loriano charging the yep. dugout after being hit. It'll be, a,
1: it'll be a good one.
0: It'll be hot. So, so <laughs> many storylines in this one. I can't wait to see it. Oh, well, I won't be able to see it. I have to go back to work next week. So I'll be listening to it, but I can't wait for this series. And then at 5 seven PM Pacific, it is the Yankees and the Rays. I kind of saw this one coming. Garrett Cole, Blake Snell. That's a huge, this is going to be a one It's going to be yet. a fun game. Like both of these games on paper should be very interesting. I hope Oakland just, you know, wins it 10 to nothing. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah, I can't wait I mean, for this I feel the same for the Rays. I can't wait for this Yankees and Rays series. And and that starts on Monday. So, let's kind of break let's go over this here, Aaron. Who you got? Yankees or Rays?
1: Uh, I'm going to take the
0: Rays. You got the Rays. In four. In four.
1: They're just they're Is better the all-around team. They won the they won the season series against the Yankees. They're just I've had more faith in the Rays going into the season and through the season than I have even remotely to the Yankees. And like they're Cole playing- Cole's finding his stride, but the Rays' offense has been obliterating the Yankees all year.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind that they're playing in San Diego. They're not playing in the in Yankee Stadium with that short right-field corner. So, Yeah, they don't I, have any home-field advantage. Yeah, none at all. So uh, I think uh, I'm going to stick with you here, but I don't know if they do it in four. I would say the Rays will probably take it in five. I think the Yankees will push it. And just because I like you know the Cole Tanaka thing, they're gonna have to beat one of them. The Rays will to have to to have a chance to to advance. Um, but the the Rays are throwing Snell. The, um, they're throwing Glass now, and they're throwing fi- and uh, Morton probably in game yeah. three. And then uh, remember, there are also no off days in right. this series, so that's
1: gonna shake things up a little bit. I mean, yeah, once you get deep into the series, that'll.
0: That'll definitely be interesting. So I've got the Rays in five. Um, And I I know that like we're, you know, you're not a huge Yankee guy because you're a Red Sox guy. Right. But I can't wait for Giancarlo Stanton to try to take another brick out of that Western Meadow building. <laughs> Just like <laughs> he did in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Like he hit that ball so hard. And yeah. it. Pretty much I mean not. Will
1: Myers had one that was Stanton esque. Yeah. Didn't just Myers hit line. one on top
0: of the building? I think Myers hit one on top not of not
1: building this last series. This last series he hit it right over the wall, but it was just on a line. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
1: but, think in the
0: I think last season he hit one on top of the building.
1: Yeah, that it'll I mean it'll be a good series, but
0: Yeah, they're gonna have to either beat Cole or Tanaka. If they don't beat either one of those guys, I don't see how they can win. Uh, the other three games, the, so. la- <laughs> the last three. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, Cole's pitching game one, Tanaka's pitching probably game two. They haven't announced and uh, the Yankees haven't announced anything beyond game one. So that's probably what's going to happen. So we'll kind of circle back here to the Astros and A's. The Astros have announced McCullers in game one. And I would have to think, Oh, they're going to throw Valdez from Valdez in game two, which means Zach Granke would pitch game three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like that if I'm Houston. No. I would much rather have Granky pitch before then. They haven't announced a pitcher for game three, but it's gotta be Zach Granky. Yeah, it ha- it has to. So Oakland's going with Bassett, Mania, game two, and have not announced for game three, but I have to believe it's gonna be Mike Fires. Uh it's just how about that? Mike Fires pitching against Houston after he was the whistleblower in that right. whole fiasco in yeah. the season? Yep. <laughs> Give me some spicy. That'll- so spicy meatballs there. Yeah.
1: This is this is my series. I'm I'm watching over any of the other ones.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck watching it because it's in the Whatever. middle of the day. Whatever.
1: Someone's someone's
0: got to take the Astros out. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be good. I've got I've got Oakland in four. I think okay. Houston will take one of them, but it would not at all surprise me if Oakland swept it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take Oakland in five.
0: You're gonna take Oakland in five. Okay. So I yep. mean, I gotta write this down here. So I've got you've got Oakland five.
1: Yeah, they stumbled coming out against the White Sox. I got I got nervous. Yeah, that was so, a rough series. But I mean the White Sox were good. So I mean hopefully Oakland found it and they can carry some momentum in into uh into this series.
0: The Houston could even throw Jose Urquidy in game three or game four. If they if they need a win, it's gotta be Granky. Yeah. But if Urquidy, if if they don't you know, I think if they're up like 2 1 going to game four, is probably getting that start.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: And he's kind of an unsung hero over there. Like he was a, he was a roll five guy. Like anybody could have picked him up. And Houston was like, sure, we'll take him. And then he <laughs> was real good last year, I'll have to say, and has been real good this year. So, all right. So we're going to switch over to the National League side, which starts on Tuesday. And uh, starting with, we're going to, we're going to save the, uh, Headliner series for just a second here. Let's start with the Marlins and Braves. They're playing in Houston at Minute Maid Park. What do you think about this one?
1: Uh, I think the Marlins will give them a bigger fight than they expect, but the Braves' offense is way too hot. I think their pitching's too good too. Yeah, I, I think the offense is actually mainly going to win it. Um, I don't think. I mean the the Marlins' offense has been good enough to put up some runs. Right, but. Uh, I mean, ultimately, the Braves are, I think, just too big of a powerhouse.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we said. Well, I guess we nobody heard it, but like we said in the last episode, I mean, Freeman, Acuna, Albies, you know, um, and they actually are bringing Pablo Sandoval to the postseason with right.
1: Me. So I mean, there's, I feel like there's too much for the Marlins to handle.
0: Yeah, I like I like the Braves a lot. Um, I don't want to be all on the same page here, but I can't pick the Marlins in good conscience. Just to just to spy you, I can't pick them. I mean, I like their pitching, but their offense just isn't quite there. I mean, right. yeah, they beat the Cubs. The Cubs were them, not a. They outscored them seven to one, so they only scored seven runs in two games, which isn't a lot, you know.
1: The the Cubs were just not impressive to me, and that was why I picked the
0: Marlins. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I I can't take them either. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Braves in four. I don't. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I I really think they could sweep them, but I just don't want to pick a sweep. I'm, I'm with you in four. We're still
1: five games is still. I don't. Well, I mean it's it's easier to sweep this series, but I, I mean
0: I think Sixto Sanchez will probably get a win.
1: Yeah. I, and I I think the Marlins are are still on such a high that that they're gonna make something happen. Just not not enough.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, they are still undefeated in their postseason live. They are 7-0 they are. in postseason series. Yeah. And uh, that is the best all time. But they've only played seven series. Which is still pretty good, though. Yeah. I mean. You're still undefeated. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, the, the, they could shock everybody and take down the Braves. I oh thought the Braves God. last year had a better shot at beating the Cardinals in the five-game series. And then they just laid an egg in game five. Yeah. So here's the hoping that the Braves can not do that and actually make it through this series. So I know we're different on this one though. Yeah. Because you're not sold on Clevenger and Lamette.
1: I'm not. If both of them were back and have and had been in the form that they were before they went down, I would have picked the Padres.
0: So can I can I but, say that we're both saying the series goes five? Yes. Okay. And oh, I think
1: I think it I think this will be the best series. Yeah. I just really want to watch Oakland shit on the Astros.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking of course about the Padres against the Dodgers. So Aaron is taking the Dodgers in 5. I am taking the Padres. I'm I am jumping full in on the Padre bandwagon. I was going to wear my Padres hat for this podcast but I forgot. Aaron has not put on his Dodger hat, thank God, cuz I would have to like <laughs> edit out like vomiting sounds. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it it would not surprise me to see LA win this series. They're throwing Bueller game one, Kershaw game two. I got to think Dustin may game three and uh, the Padres have said that they're not even announcing anything until Tuesday morning because they want to wait till the 11th hour to see if Clevenger and yeah. And uh, Lamette can pitch. I think it's more likely Clevenger pitches. I don't think he pitches game one. But I do think Clevenger does pitch, and I mean Davies isn't a bad pitcher. I just I see what you're saying with the Dodgers; like their offense is so good with Taylor and Betts and Turner and and Muncy and all those guys. Like that offense is scary. I'll admit it. Like, Seager's been on fire. It's hard to to take them down, you know. And you're gonna have to outpitch them because if you make a mistake, I mean they'll put up four runs.
1: Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat.
0: Oh, yeah. And it would not at all surprise me to see the Dodgers win this series.
1: And it I feel like it's just it, it could very well just be a slugfest because as the Dodgers, you do have some really good pitching. But the Padres offense is so good. Yeah. And and the you got Dodgers, a guy like Will Myers hitting seventh in your lineup.
0: Yeah. And the, the Dodgers bullpen has been shaky. It hasn't been great. Jansen Jansen has had his moments this year. You know who's been really good, and I don't understand why Oakland couldn't find any money to pay him was Blake freaking Trinan. Yeah, like how do you he let? He wasn't a, good last year, but like so. how do you let a guy who throws ninety nine with fourteen inches of run on his sinker, right? Walk, like you can't like, and he walks right into the Dodger clubhouse, and he's like a setup guy. Yeah, plus they have what's that guy's name that that has the same like Bruce Dog Gratterall, yeah, the dude from the dude from the Twins. The the Red Sox didn't want for some reason, who knows? Hey. But like he comes in blowing 101 and just looks incredible. So I think that's <laughs> what they do. Really. <laughs> so you've got you've got two great teams here. Padres, Dodgers. We're like I said, we're separate here. I'll take the Padres in five. You'll take the Dodgers in five. Which sets us up for the championship series, which is slightly different from what we had before because we were both wrong in some of these uh wild card matchups. So, uh, this gives us an ALCS matchup of Oakland and Tampa wild card rematch from last year. Obviously, Tampa won five to two, and uh, in that game, Oakland Tampa. Who do you got in that one? Uh, it gets really hard to pick these teams when you get them down to four, yeah. <laughs> I uh
1: I'll take Oakland in seven.
0: Okay. Oakland in seven. And obviously this is just, I mean, no home field advantage for anybody uh, in any of these games. Right. Also no off days. I don't, I think the world series is the only one that's going to have off days like normal. Oh, I saw the fun. I saw a funny thing going back to this whole schedule thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, it could be Oakland against the Dodgers in the game in the world series. And it would start on Tuesday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No. Just,
1: um, to, just to keep it interesting.
0: Yeah. I will also take... Well, see, like, my heart wants to pick Oakland so bad. And I really think statistically they're the better team. And I'm not... No, I'm definitely going out
1: on a limb. Statistically, I, the Rays are way better.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to take... I think the Rays would be favored. Yes, they um, would. I... I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Oakland as well. Um I think they'll shock the world and do it in sixth. Wow. But it's just I just think that if 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 they can get their bats going a little bit, they'll they're hard to beat. Like Chris Davis hit a home run the other day yep. and it's just they they don't have without you know without uh what was it, Olsen or no Chapman, Chapman over there at third. They're taking a little hit defensively, but like we said before, like LaStella has been... Jake
1: Lamb's a huge offensive pickup.
0: And LaStella has been really good as well. Um, If you look at Jake Lamb's numbers, they're not great, but he played really bad in Arizona before he got DFA'd. Yeah. And then he came to Oakland and was just unreal. And like the, what, 15 games he played there. So um, I really like Oakland. And like I said, I'm going to take him in six, but... Don't hold me to that because it would not surprise me again to see the Rays take it, but yeah. And uh, that would take us to the National League Championship Series with Atlanta for against LA for you. Yeah. In that scenario, I'm I would gonna take, take LA. In that scenario, I would take LA all day long. Yeah. um, Because I... The the Braves, as much as I like that team as well, they don't have the offensive firepower to keep up with L.A. No. And without Mike Soroka, they don't really have the pitching to keep them down either. L.A. is a better all-around team. Yeah. I I would have to take L.A. in that situation as well. But I have Oakland, I mean uh, Atlanta against San Diego, and same kind of deal, especially if Clevenger and Lamette are both back. Atlanta doesn't stand a chance, in my opinion. Tatis, Hosmer, and Machado are just a really, really, really good 3-4-5. And uh, you you throw Will Myers in there, like you said, hitting seventh. Right. And that team is just incredible. Like I I don't see how you don't pick San Diego in a series like that. So we both have Atlanta losing in the championship series, which would set you up for a World Series of L.A. against Oakland.
1: Again, just out of spite, I'm gonna take Oakland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> any uh, any particular uh, matchup situations that you would that, that would lead you to, to take LA over I mean Oakland over LA? I mean that would be a really good series. Uh, will and the fact that she always seems to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um by the way, I'm gonna take San Diego if they play Atlanta. I'm gonna take San Diego in five over right. Atlanta. So you would take L.A. in how many games five. in that series? In five? All right. I'm just um, writing this down or typing it in. So we both have, like, no respect for Atlanta. What's the No, face not against the juggernauts. So, so uh, that would give me a World Series prediction of Oakland and San Diego. And I will stick true to my prediction in the last episode, which nobody heard. I will take Oakland in seven over San Diego, even with Clevenger and LaMette. I just... we said before Oakland's bullpen is so good. They kind of remind me a lot of that 2015 Royals team, where if you have a lead in six innings, you're not getting it
1: back. If if Oakland can get back to what they were in the middle of the season, nobody's going to beat them in a long series.
0: No. So you have Oakland against LA uh, Dodgers. You have Oakland. How many games? Seven. So both of us are going seven games. All right, Oakland in seven. And I have Oakland and uh, San Diego, and I will take Oakland in seven as well. And watch, like, the Series B sweeps or something. Like, Yeah, that, right? <laughs> We're going to be, like, 0 oh for... What is this, 0 oh for eight? Yeah. Oh for oh No, 0 oh for four. So that brings me to my next and one of my final uh, thoughts here on this episode 20 is... Talk about this here. We've got the National League Championship Series and the World Series will allow eleven thousand five hundred yes. fans to attend. I called this way back when they announced the neutral site, so I'm tooting my own horn here, doot, doot. <laughs> but I just didn't see it not happening. Obviously, the other ones are in California, so they're not going to allow fans based on California's government. But right, but yes, Texas at Globe Life Field will allow fans. It's about 25% capacity, a little bit less, or maybe a little bit more. I can't remember. Probably think it's a little bit more. I did hear it was 10,000 bleacher seats, and the rest, the other uh, 1,500 people, they will have in their suites. And I think they have like 29 suites they're going to fill up. So maybe my math is a little bit wrong there. But but still, they're allowing giant stadium. Yeah, so here's like my thing, and I, we said this on Alex's episode. I highly doubt they're going to allow any fans to sit in the lower bowl. They're going to be on right. the second deck at least. Yeah. And it's got to be, I mean, I haven't seen the seating chart. Um, I don't know if they've allowed. I think they're going to start selling tickets like on Tuesday this week. I think I saw that was when they were going to go on sale. I'm curious just to see how much they cost because they can't be cheap. No. And uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I it's definitely worth a look. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be good. I mean, do you think they'll still pipe in uh pipe in some some crowd noise like they've been doing? I really? think they might a little bit. Because I don't know if if, if eleven thousand yeah, thousand is not noise. gonna be. And especially not at a hometown ballpark. Right. Um you're gonna have a lot of I think a lot of this is gonna be corporate sponsors, like we talked about before. Yep. But It's going to be one of those things where there will there will be at least, you know, I don't know how many fans for each team will be will be showing up because, I mean, it's in Texas, which is like in the middle of the country, basically. But if it's like Oakland is in there or New York, like how many people are going to be flying to Texas from those, you know, those cities to go watch these games like it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, the tickets are going to sell out, but I don't know how invested in these games how much of fans will be. I mean, obviously if it's Houston that somehow makes it through and gets in, yeah, it'll, it'll be loud.
1: Yeah. I've been thinking about asking uh, the owners of where I work, if they're going to buy tickets, if LA makes it. Yeah. They're going yeah. gonna, to uh, make the trek out. Cough there. up,
0: cough up the dough. Yeah. Cough up the coin to go. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's going to be, that'd be kind of interesting. You know, I, I'm curious, like I said, to see how this all plays out. You know, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll be cool to see
1: fans in the stands again, finally. Um, as far as you know, making you know how much crowd noise there's going to be and if they're going to pipe crowd noise in and everything. Obviously, the people are going to be loud because they're big games. Yeah, but uh, there's just not enough bodies to. To Make enough noise, I feel like
0: that's what I'm saying. That they're gonna want to do something else. Well, and the thing is, like on TV, because ESPN is so awful at like they're broadcasting recently, is is it's gonna be so quiet on a TV broadcast you won't be able to tell anything, right? And uh, part of that is too is because they're they're in they're calling the games from the studio, yeah, you know, they're not like obviously at the ballpark and they're still. They're still gonna call the
1: games from the studios?
0: I can't imagine that they would go. I can't yeah, imagine I that know. they would. You know. And I think that the champions the National League Championship series, no, that's gonna be on Fox. Or is that on Fox? That's fine. I'm gonna find you out. You got right me there. there. Cause it's on a uh, National League is gonna be on FS one. Obviously the World Series is gonna be on Fox. So yeah, the National League series is gonna be on Fox. ESPN is is out for the rest of the baseball season. Oh shit. So it's going to be Fox and TBS, FS1 um, and TBS basically. TBS has the American League and Fox yeah. FS1 has the National League. So we might actually get to hear some like, good audio. Yeah. And uh definitely I've seen a lot more of these these videos uh, pop up. There, there's this one a YouTube channel that I've been that I came across a little while ago. If you just YouTube search uh, MLB Ejection Tracker, he this guy posts like the compilation of like per month. So basically it's like September, 2020 ejections. And it's like a 45 minute video of like every single ejection. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty great. Like I'll just sit there and watch umpires get, you know, <laughs> just get mad and start tossing people out of games. And that's great. especially this year. Like we said, with the hot mics in the field, you yeah. can hear a lot of what happens. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I definitely think that's awesome. And, and I hope that they keep the hot mics up for the postseason. Obviously uh, I've heard, I've heard some of the channels get a little bit better Fox, especially with the delays. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you, I haven't necessarily been seeing a lot of it personally. uh, Just because I've been trying not to watch games on ESPN. Have you seen the uh, the live in-game interviews with some of these players?
1: Um, No, I've seen some with the managers,
0: uh, but not with the players. So the Dodgers had one a couple of days ago and they only told. The Dodgers like one hour before game time. Hey, this hmm. I can't remember who it was. Hey, this player is gonna be uh liked up for the game. And I guess Dave Roberts was like super mad about it. I don't believe and it. And obviously the player can decline. But yeah, Dave Roberts was like, We're not doing that anymore. We're not we're not doing the live in game interviews yeah. anymore. And it's one thing during like the spring training stuff or all star game. But or you even regular be, season. You shouldn't be doing it for a postseason game. Right. Like, they did it with Ramon Laureano. Did you see the clip of him last week?
1: Uh -uh.
0: So they had Ramon Laureano come up, and they were interviewing him live. And I don't remember who the runner was, the hitter was, but he hit a ball off the fence in left center field. And Ramon Laureano, like, you you can hear him, like, running back for the ball, you know, the the huffing, the puffing, or whatever. And uh, let me Wow. (laughs) That was my watch hitting the table. Let me see if I can find the audio clip because it is quite hilarious, and uh, I think you will so get like a- asking him questions as he's running back. Um, it's not quite like the Mookie Betts one where he was like, "Go oh, ahead, get in this one, boys," and runs back. It's oh, not yeah. quite like that one, but um, he basically dropped an f bomb live on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me let me find the audio clip because it's it's pretty great here. So, like I said, Ramon Laureano goes back. The ball was hit. Uh, by Aloy Jimenez, and he he ran back to get it. Like I yeah. said, and uh, here, here is the audio clip from Ramon Loriano as the play happens. Ramon, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You have somebody to talk to in center field. You're all alone ordinarily. Yeah, he's uh he's good now. <laughs> We're gonna talk all day here. Did Canada tell you anything
1: about uh, his experience with us yesterday?
0: So let me stop it real quick. This is Dave Fleming, who is a Giants broadcaster, normally on the radio, and Jessica Mendoza, who are interviewing Ramon Laureano. No, I didn't know he he was mic'd up. Jimenez rips one. Got it, got it. Damn, I've been fucking wrong. <laughs> so uh-huh. he drops an f bomb like live on TV, and and basically Dave Fleming was like. We apologize for the language there. And and it wouldn't surprise me if Loreano just totally did that on, like, just flat out on purpose. Yeah. To try to maybe not necessarily get the interview over with, but to make, like, a kind of Trevor Bauer viral moment where everyone's talking about how Ramon Loreano dropped an F bomb on TV. So.
1: Oh, God. This (laughs) is, yeah, this is part of the problem. Like, as a, a channel, you have to know that. That there's a very good possibility that that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't postseason. I don't think is the place for that.
0: No, and the in between innings interviews, like, I always thought that was fine. Yeah, you know, during the postseason, talking to managers, but just not while you're on the field. Yeah, like I've never really been a huge fan. We've I've seen it a couple of times this year uh, when when the booth would just be interviewing like a manager. Yeah, during during the game again. Still, <laughs> excuse me, and. You know, the the inning is kind of unfolding and the managers is kind of hanging on the rail talking to him. And it, and it happened once during spring training uh, with Gabe Kapler, the Giants manager, and it happened again later on with somebody else. I can't remember now, but it was a it, another one was an ESPN interview. But basically, like the Giants had runners on first and second. It was spring training. So they were still Jesus. Crackers like sorry. I'm not used to this stand. I just totally bumped the clamp under the table. So anyway, the, um they had like first and second, and they had a, a situation where they needed to, to manage, put down some signs, maybe the bunt or something. And Gabe Kapler basically stopped the interview. He was like, look, and he was interviewing John Miller, was interviewing yeah. him. Yeah. And he was like, look, John, like I'm cool doing these interviews, but I got to go manage right now. And he took off the headset, and that was the end of the interview. So, I mean, it's... A lot of people didn't like that. They're like, "Oh, he's too good to talk to the media." It's like, "No, nah, dude. Like, I mean. he, the Giants aren't paying him to interview, be interviewed yeah. by the broadcast team. They're paying him to manage. He's got the a game. job. Yeah. So this postseason stuff, it's like, yeah, they're not paying you to do these on-field interviews in the middle of the inning, right? You yeah. know, it's and and I'm sure that some of these announcers don't want to do it either. You know, because they they don't want to feel like the they're inconveniencing the players or whatever. Because I remember. One of these games, they were interviewing like an infielder on like a shortstop or something, and, like during the middle of the inning. It's like, I'm trying to like concentrate on like yeah. the pitch signs, so not what to I'm get smacked for. in the face. Yeah. So I I hope uh, since ESPN is not doing any of these games, we won't have any during the game on field interviews. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. It's cool, but it's distracting. Yeah. Extremely distracting for the players. And, uh, you know, it's just, eh. I'm I'm not a huge fan of. I thought I would be more of a fan of it than I am, but it's just it's not really quite working out for me on that front. Yeah. So, um, in other news, local news, we are finally allowed to play softball. It is October yeah, fourth.
1: Cancelled the season.
0: Yeah, it's October fourth, and we can finally play softball. A couple of tournaments I might try to get in on at the end of the season, but I haven't touched yeah. my bat since July, so better get to practicing. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So Aaron, let's see here. What is the best series? that you're most looking forward to uh, paying attention to, maybe not watching because of the whole work thing. But what are you looking forward to most about these four series we've got this week? I think the biggest thing is just the, the rivalry between
1: um, the Astros and the A's. I mean, really though that there's going to be a real good rivalry between the Rays and the, the Yankees too, though. So, I mean, you have, F- all four are in the same division, right? Yes. So all of them are. I division mean, really, rivals. they're they're division they're all division rivals, but I feel like three out of the four are definitely stronger rivals than than the uh, Braves and the, the Braves and the Marlins. But- yeah,
0: but see, even on that storyline, you've got the Ronald Acuna. Right. Oh, no, and- I I get it. They won't they won't get to see Urania because he broke his arm on a comebacker.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's that one. To me, the A's and the Astros is going to be the most interesting to me. And the most, I feel like the most competitive.
0: So. Yeah, and I feel you on that one too. Like, I want to see a lot of emotion in that series. I think we will. Um, Especially because, like we've mentioned before, the Loreano fight with Alex Cintron. And, uh, like, that's, sure, that's still fresh in a lot of their minds. They yep. did play a bunch more games since then, and there were no issues. But I'm kind of – I mean, just to be different, I'll probably pick the Yankees and Rays, A, because it's on primetime and I'll be able to watch it, <laughs> and uh, B, because of the whole uh, the whole issue they had about a month ago with uh, with Chapman throwing behind uh, Brasso. We just saw yeah. the video clip of it again, Yeah. and uh, Kevin Cash coming out and saying, we got a bunch of dudes who can throw 100 too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, so
0: I, i'm really looking forward to this one i hope that it's not completely one-sided on either side i hope both games or all the games are extremely close right because i want to see you know some of these guys i want to see uh just
1: we just want to see good competition yeah
0: and and if and if one of these games ends up like 10 to 9 because each team is just destroying the baseball then that's fine yeah but to me Tampa doesn't have if if it comes in, if it comes to that and it comes to blows and it's, who can score more runs? And oh, I mean, Tampa's not going to win that. The Yankees' offense is so much better than the Rays offense right now. I don't know. But I like the Rays pitching a lot better. Yeah and, and their defense better as well. So if it comes, but like I said, if it becomes home run derby between the two teams, I don't think Tampa can keep up. We shall see. So that is uh that's going to be my pick is is those two. Not to understate the other ones. Uh Padres and Dodgers look real good. And uh
1: they I mean, they're four good series. Yeah.
0: So, it's going to be it's going to be pretty great. A
1: treat. So,
0: yeah, it's it's going to be fun and uh let us know what you guys are watching. Yes. And and uh, any of that. So, uh who just uh, give me one player who's going to be the most impactful player in this round of the postseason? I did not prep this. I literally just thought of this question right now. I haven't even thought of one for mm. myself. Mm. Man, I don't know. For me, I think it's going to be, it's got to come out of this, uh, this raise series. And for me, it's going to be probably, I don't know. I really want to see how, how Blake Snell does against the Yankees. And I don't know if he's gonna be the most impactful player, but if they can get game one behind Blake Snell, I think it puts the Yankees really on the makes game two yep. a must win game with Tanaka yeah. on the mound. If they beat Garrett Cole, the Yankees are in trouble. Yes. So yeah. I'm gonna
1: go I'm gonna go with the guy on TV right now, Matt Olson with the A's. I think he's gonna get out of his slump.
0: It, did he finish the season in the one nineties or oh, did he yeah. get over two hundred?
1: No. One nineties.
0: Yeah, he's got to so wake I think up. The he's going to get sure. out of the
1: slump. His his power is so good. You can't.
0: Yeah, he had like one ninety, but he had like fifteen homers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's got to find it, and I think uh, I think now's the time. Now is
0: the time, indeed. Well, Aaron, this one's a little bit shorter. It's all right, but it is almost ten o'clock on yes, Sunday night. It we is. both have to work it tomorrow. Is time. So I will get this posted, and. uh, Let's have fun watching some baseball this yes, week. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the baseball.
1: Let us know if you think we're totally crazy with our prediction.
0: Yeah. Well, like you said, let us know what you guys are watching. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week when yes. these division series are over and we can start the championship series. See ya. We're, yeah, we're we're in the home stretch here. We've probably only got like two more episodes or so until, uh, until the season is over. And we'll probably try to get one a month during the off just to kind of catch up on the free agent stuff. But yeah. we still got a whole lot of baseball to go, yep. and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna Enjoy have a lot it. of fun with this. So, all right, boys, we'll talk to you guys later, and see have ya. a good week.
1: I guys, see you later.